Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Uh, otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Infinite Fringe Hour 2. For those of you that weren't aware, we went on an hour earlier, and we will be doing that, I don't know, for the next two, three weeks, maybe. I'll let you know when we're going to stop, because we are going to stop. But, but if you've got nothing better to do at 6 p.m. Eastern, come come hang with us, man. I see some, some people just tuned in. So come hang with us over at 6 uh, p.m. Eastern here on TFR. We're going to do some live programming for you. That, if you were wondering was uh, El Michelle's affair covering uh, uh, Wu-Tang Clan's Can It All Be So Simple, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous hip-hop song, if you're into stuff like that. And since we are going to be talking about the coronavirus today from the Wuhan, uh, not province, it's a city in another province, but that's, that's why I decided on some Wu-Tang today. Anyway, maybe I'll play some actual Wu-Tang the second time around. But uh, regardless, I was feeling this today a lot. Super Bowl weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and you guys are here with me. So I am very, very appreciative of all that. Wayne McCroy, Alchemical Tech is also here with me. And trust me, I had to like, you know, bribe him with pizza to for him to be here because he was going to watch the Super Bowl. He was like, Billy, I don't have time for you, man. He's like, I got to watch the Super Bowl. I'm like, listen, man, I'll get you some New York pizza. He's like, fine, I'm there. I got you. And he's going to break down the coronavirus for us. In a way that you probably haven't heard before. He did this over an Iconic for me yesterday. And I was so blown away. I had pizza mailed to his house ASAP. 
Like, dude, you got to come on and talk to me about this. And luckily, we were doing a two-hour show, so it worked out just fine. Jimmy Jean should be here. Can you hear me, Jimmy Jean? Yes, I can. There he goes. What's up, man? Well, uh, what's up? Chilling, brother. Just, Say hello. I'm just, I'm just lit the, uh, you know, customary Gwyneth Paltrow candle here. Oh. I'm, I'm just bathing myself in the uh, essence of uh, Gwyneth as I get ready for the Super Bowl halftime astravaganza. The Illuminati halftime show that may or may not exist, not the halftime show, the Illuminati, who knows at this point. But uh, regardless, they're doing something. They're doing something. And uh, it it does, it it so often mirrors some occult ritual that you can like literally call step by step by step. It's not a coincidence to me. That's just what I'm saying when it comes to that. What is up, Spoonman? What is up, Everybody else in the chat, I see you. Alan Holman, what is going on? Anyway, Alchemical Tech is here with us today. Wayne McCroy, say hello to TFR. Thank you for being here, man. Hello, TFR. Thanks for having me on again, Billy. I appreciate it. And as you know, I'm easily bribable with pizza anytime. So <laughs> anytime you want me, you just bring up some pizza. I'm good. I'm there, man. Better coffee. Coffee works, too. All right, fine. I'm going to send some Bustelo over your way, man. Some of that Latin coffee. My mom drinks it. I don't drink coffee. But my mom is all into that, you know, so I'll send it your way. Hopefully it's good. I can't vouch for it because I don't drink it. But after, so full disclosure, Wayne McCroy came on for Iconic. He, he came on to do a, a segment for me or for America Unplugged over on Iconic. And he was gracious enough to give me some time. You know, he sends me information every time he sees something, um, you know, that he thinks I'll be interested in. And I'm, I'm very, very appreciative of that all the time you know, uh, for the relationship that Wayne and I have. Thankful to God for it. And I told Wayne, I'm like, hey, listen, man, you got to come on. You got to come on and do this on the fringe for us. You have to. Um, Because literally I was blown away because I had never heard a breakdown like this before. Maybe some of you have because you guys are like switched on and you guys know the deal. I understand that. Me, I'm here learning all this stuff, right? So, hey, but regardless, Wayne McCroy is going to throw down for you guys today. Hey, Jimmy, have you ever been on with Wayne? I don't know. I know I didn't get to introduce you guys because it was a quick transition from the first hour to the second hour. But uh, nah, Wayne, Jimmy, Jimmy, nah. Wayne. Yeah, I was waiting for, yeah, I was waiting for the introduction. I, I thought that was kind of rude. You know, I'm sitting here on the couch with my <laughs> candle and you didn't even tell the guy my name. I'm sorry, That's man. I, well, he knows who you are. But regardless, <laughs> say hello to Wayne McCroy, man. Hey Wayne, I can't wait to hear. Uh, Billy has Billy was super energized earlier uh, when he called me and let me know that you were going to be on here today, the second hour. So I'm just going to be kicking it here. I'm in California, so it's legal here, and I'm going to sit back and uh, have myself a nice puff of some Maui Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be intently listening to every word, and uh, I'll be right here in case you guys need me. So just let me know, Bill. Very cool, man. I'm right here. So I got we, my eye on the door, too. All right, thank you, Don't buddy. Worry. So, I got you back. Wayne, the, the, let, let's not waste any more time, right? So we know that the coronavirus is, you know, in the news. It's in the news. Everyone's talking about it. We did an episode of um, The Infinite Fringe on my podcast, on Apple Podcast, with uh, Len Horowitz. And broke that down a bit. And then, um, what's his name? John Rappaport went on with um, with uh, Don Jeffries here on the station that you guys should go check out. That was a fantastic show, too, breaking down the coronavirus. And they both did it in different ways. 
and uh, Wayne is going to provide something different, even though we will get into some of the mainstream, not necessarily mainstream, that's a bad word to use, but some more conventional explanations to what's going down here. And then he's going to de-occulty. It's fantastic. Go ahead, Wayne. Um, take the floor, and uh, if you need me, I'll be here. Go ahead. All right, man. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and just break down right. uh, the beginning of, of what we know that they're, they are pushing in the mainstream about this uh, coronavirus, this new uh, evil, what they call it, the novel coronavirus 2019. That's, that's what they dubbed it. That's the official name they gave it. So what we know about it, it, it kicked off in a city no, known as Wuhan, China. Okay, and uh, it's a city with a population of approximately 11 million people. And uh, they suspect that it may have come from a seafood market there. That's, uh, that's what the official story is, that it may have come from a seafood market or that it somehow originated in a population of bats in the area. And that's, uh, again, like, uh, you know, what, what they're pushing with it. Now, they're saying that it's a very contagious virus and that it's actually causing pneumonia-like symptoms in people. And they've attributed something like 100 deaths or something now to it worldwide. And it's, it's porting out, out of China. And they've actually put the whole city of Wuhan on lockdown. And this is unprecedented. So uh, this is what's going on with it. And also, here in the U.S., I know they were uh, not letting certain ethnic groups from certain uh, areas in the world into the country because of the threat of this uh, novel coronavirus 2019. And I, I love the names that they give these things. But uh, coronaviruses basically are nothing new. They've been around a long time. And this is the same category that the common cold falls into. This is a type of coronavirus. So, you know, they're, they're saying this is something new and novel. And that's what they're looking at with it. So they're saying this is a highly contagious virus. It gives you some really bad symptoms really quick. And, uh, you know, they're, they're linking these, these different deaths and mortalities to it. So with that, what they're doing is they're really publicly pushing this thing. And they're actually calling it now, uh, well, what's the term they use for it? It's, they're saying they're not using the word pandemic yet or epidemic, but they're, they're saying it's a, it's a health emergency, something right. generic like that, mm -hmm. a quote-unquote health emergency. So the U.N. is calling for, you know, different doing different things with this. China has put the city of Wuhan on lockdown because of the quote unquote health emergency that it is. And uh, now the CDC is calling it a potential health emergency here. So this is where we're at with what the mainstream narrative is with this thing. So basically, uh, it's the fear porn all over the news. You don't want to go out in public. You might catch the coronavirus. Oh, no. Absolutely. Terrible. Yeah, I know exactly so. where you're coming from. Like, I work um, my part-time job that, that I have right now where I, while I'm doing school um, is um, a, a place that houses masks, you know, these, these little masks. And, dude, they cleaned us out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They just came in there and took all these face masks. Because they were afraid of the of the coronavirus, right? But um, let's get into a little bit of um, of our boy, yours and mine's, and Jimmy's, especially Jimmy's, um, Bill Gates, and uh, his involvement <laughs> with all <laughs> his involvement with all of this, you know, and uh, and uh, and the two hundred one drill that you spoke about before. Go ahead, sir. The I heart eugenics, Bill Gates. Yes, right. uh, what a guy! I'll tell you what. That's a shirt, man. Uh, <laughs> 
We should uh, have that eugenics. made. Go ahead. You should have that with, with Bill Gates' picture on it, too. <laughs> that would be wonderful. That would be a, a novel thing to do. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, mm-hmm. so there's been rumors that uh, this uh, novel coronavirus 2019 could have been produced in a bioweapons lab there, uh, right there. I think it's right in the city of Wuhan, yeah, if I'm not right mistaken. There. Mm-hmm. So there, there's there's been, and I see people hitting on this idea in the chat room and how this lines up uh, the symbol on the sign for uh, this this laboratory, this bioweapons lab. It, it's an umbrella, okay? Mm. So this umbrella matches almost perfectly a logo in a, a game. I, I don't know, guys. What game was it? Is it uh, Resident Evil or something uh, like that? Yeah, one of those Resident games. Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those video games. So this is the Umbrella Corporation or whatever in that game is the one that unleashes this zombie apocalypse virus or whatever within the game. So, uh, you know, they kind of use this as a correlation between things. And uh, the Umbrella, in case anybody doesn't know, is a very, very occult symbol. In fact, I had a conversation with Crow Triple Seven about this just the other day about the, the Umbrella and how it relates to the concept of the Rain Man, which is something I... I'm digging a little deeper into uh, let's because talk about the Rain that later. Man concept. Let's yeah, talk, yeah well, I, I have a little bit on that for you. Let's talk about that later off here. Go ahead. Okay. But anyway, not to get too far off track, but anyway, so this is just one of many occultic things that tie to this whole coronavirus thing. And uh, I wanted to do something a little different. When I, I saw this whole coronavirus fear porn going on all across the TV and all over the place, I did a little more investigating into it, and sure enough, just like I knew I would find, I found occult fingerprints all over the place with this thing. Right. So uh, this is what we're going to break down in whole here. But first, let's just keep on going with what we know about the mainstream narrative so people can understand where we're coming from when we're talking about this. So lo and behold, about uh, it was uh, October 18th of 2019, uh, two days before Billy and I did the uh, – the Shoot the Moon NYC event in New York City, Johns Hopkins University hosted uh, an event called Event 201. And this was a, a training seminar and a training exercise fund, funded by the uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum. This was an invitation-only event. Uh, about 130 participants uh, showed up for it and participated in it. And these were all leaders in different uh, health organizations, government organizations, and businesses from around the world. So this uh, Event 201, as it was called, what it was all about is it was a simulation event where they were simulating uh, a pandemic situation, a worldwide pandemic situation. And wouldn't you know it, what was the thing that, that uh, this the virus that they were calling the pandemic in the uh, the event scenario. Well, it was a coronavirus, not coincidental. Huh? Yeah. And uh, they even commemorated the event by giving out stuffed animals of uh, like little stuffed toys of coronaviruses at the end of it all. So uh, these things are out there. And uh, this makes you wonder, OK, they had this uh, this training event. And isn't this the way they always work with false flag events and things like that? It's always some kind of a drill or, a, a you know, a training event scenario. But anyway, so let's take a look. This So this training exercise known as Event 201 took place October 18th, 2019, New York City, Johns Hopkins University. Like I said, funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the World Economic Forum. So they, they came up with this scenario. And in this scenario, they 
estimated at the end of the drill what had happened was this this new coronavirus that was the, the pandemic in the the event scenario lasted for approximately 18 months and there was a casualty uh, number of 65 million people in this scenario in this this you know this mock exercise that they they developed and and trained through with because what they, they were trying to do is figure out how to allocate resources and how to best deal with a pandemic situation of that level so that's what they were doing they were figuring out well how do we do how do we do this how do we uh, best uh, minimize casualties and stuff from this and they figured out things like, okay, well, let's just shut down different population centers and, and quarantine people. And sure enough, isn't that what they're doing right now with this? Right. They're quarantining people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, the entire city of Wuhan's on lockdown. So when I saw this, especially this this drill that they, they performed, the Event 201, I decided, well, there's a good start point to look at for what's going on with this coronavirus thing because it's not a coincidence that uh, you know this is the scenario they trained for was a coronavirus exactly and now the event that they have supposedly in in our reality here is a coronavirus so i looked at that and after i i saw they had this training event i looked to see when was the first case of this reported and sure enough you go and you look right on johns hopkins website they, they cite that the first uh, case of this was recorded on December 1st, 2019. Hmm. So anybody could do this, okay, guys? Just type it into Google. How many days is it from October 18th, 2019 to December 1st, 2019? And you'll come up with the number 44. 44 days. Anybody who's not familiar with any of this numerological stuff, 44 encodes death stores. Now, this actually... This is the intent that they have for this whole coronavirus idea. 44, death stores. This is their intention put out in the ether for this, looking at this from an occult standpoint, okay? Uh, I know a lot of people don't put any, uh, you know, credulence or credibility into occult things, but what you need to understand is uh, the people at the topmost pa- uh, part of the power structure, they, they encode everything with this stuff. They use occultism for everything. They use their knowledge of occultism to push these things and promote these things. So this is the intention they had in mind, encoding death stores from this. So what this is doing is this is porting over the scenario that they they developed and came up with in the training exercise. It's porting it over into reality. Okay. This is what this is. It's kind of synonymous with the casting of a spell and putting their intention out there in the ether with it. So when you look at the significance of the number encodings alone with this stuff, you start to see a lot of things. <coughs> Excuse me. So, first off, it was 44 days from the event on October 18th to December 1st when the first case of this hit. So, there's your 44. That encodes death stores, tells you their intentions with this. You can also look and see uh, when you look at the different numbers and stuff that they present with this. First off, let's see, where did this start off? It started off in the city of Wuhan, China, okay? The population of Wuhan is 11 million, 11. So there's your evilest of numbers, according to Aleister Crowley, 11. And this uh, number 11 is also uh, mostly considered to be synonymous with the casting of a spell. So there you have that, too. Not only that, 
you could tie the 11 back to the original training exercise as well with the uh, the casualties in the scenario. 65 million people were 55, 65 million casualties in the scenario. Six plus five is 11. There's your number 11 encoded again. So once again, this is tying the two events together. This is tying the, uh, the quote unquote training exercise scenario back to reality again. So you can see how they're doing this. This is kind of a, a way of projecting forward into reality, uh, the whole ritual that they're performing. That's what this is. It's a ritual, okay? Once again, we'll look at some other number encodings. The, the training event took place on October 18th. 18th, 18 encodes the 666. And I don't think I need to really, you know, uh, <laughs> elaborate more on what that is, do I? But, uh, I think we're good. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyway, but not only do they have the encoding of the 666 there, they also have it in the encoding of the exercise itself with the duration of the uh, scenario, of the, the length of the pandemic in the scenario, 18 months. So there's there's another 18. There's your 666 breakdown again. So they ported this over into Wuhan, China, because they always use China as a test bed for everything they do. Okay. So uh, when we look at that, if you break down the... Uh, the word origin of Wuhan, of the name Wuhan, Wu, W-U, uh, literally translates as gateway of heaven, okay? And Han, in the Chinese, translates to constraint, or to contain, or to self-contain. And that's exactly what they're doing. They quarantined Wuhan, and they're blocking off the gate of heaven. So this is kind of a, a way that they're encoding this for the snuffing out of life. So that this is what they're doing. They're containing the, the gate of heaven. So that's encoded right in the name there. And I know people may take some issue with some of this stuff and say, oh, that's all nonsense. And it's a it's a, you know, a, a step too far with things. But I assure you, even though you don't take this stuff seriously, those people in positions of power that run the show most certainly do. And they use this stuff all the time in their encodings. So this is what you need to be aware of. So this is what the intention is. We see that they have an intention to push this thing out into the real world uh, from the scenario of, of the training exercise. So this is like uh, this could be comparable to a type of ritual, much like we'll probably see today at the uh, Super, Super Bowl halftime <laughs> show or the, the superb owl, I should say, um, <laughs> the halftime show. They're always putting these occult ritualistic things in, into these big events. And uh, not coincidentally enough, the date today, 02-02-2020, is a palindrome. It's the same forward and backward, and it'll be the only time this millennia that it happens. Wow. So this it's an important date. Not only that, the 2-2, uh, February 2nd, that encodes 22, which is the uh, Masonic number of the Master Builder. And 2020 also encodes 22 the number of the master builder so uh you know that's that's neither here nor there that doesn't really relate to coronavirus but uh, these these are things that uh, these people who plan these events and stuff this is what they look at this stuff very closely so uh you can take that into consideration for that that's, this is absolutely <laughs> anyway. fantastic go ahead finish up sorry go ahead but anyway so you could see uh this whole coronavirus thing it's a ritual to affect your mind in a way to present fear into the world, okay? And they want, they're trying to uh, kind of promote this this fear of 
this this virus that it could cause all kinds of death and chaos and everything like that. So they're pushing it to be the next pandemic. And what's the reasoning behind this? Well, it's encoded right in the name Wuhan. They want to contain. See, that's the thing. They want an excuse to be able to put whole cities on lockdown. And this is a test run. So anytime any kind of a nebulous uh, health emergency crops up, they want to be able to have the power all around the world, not just in China or in the U.S., but all around the world, because you'll see the U.N. is getting involved with this now, and the World Health Organization, they want to be able to quarantine a place and put it on lockdown, much like they did to Wuhan. So this is what's coming. This is like the introduction to the advent of a medical tyranny. Wow. So anytime that they have anything like this, they want to be able to have the authority and the power to put a, a particular city on lockdown and quarantine should a quote-unquote medical emergency like this arise. Wow, so that, that's what it's about when it comes down to it. Let me that's jump in here real quick, Wayne, just because we got a, a few <clears throat> minutes left before we go to commercial break. Is, is that. Save that thought because I want you to pick up right where we left off in the second half. Fantastic. Right. And whether you believe it or not, it, it, it's, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't really subscribe to coincidences. But let me tell you, this is what we what we do here. Right. This is what we do in uh, the alternative media in large part. We look at things like this and we have an open mind to explore them. That's the biggest thing. Keep a really open mind about this, right? You know, Alex Jones used to say this all the time, and I know Alex Jones went down a different road, but he says, it doesn't matter if you believe it, they do. <laughs> it made perfect sense. It doesn't matter if you believe this. This is what they believe. This is what the elite do. These are their religions that they've carried over from centuries upon centuries. If you think Christianity, I mean, look at Christianity. That was done the same way. Islam is the same way. You know, Buddhism, the same way. And they're still belief systems that we subscribe to today. And these are ancient belief systems. What's any different for them? They've been in power forever. You know, and, and we can trace that genetically at this point. Jimmy, where are you? What do you think? Jimmy, I, there? I was just thinking it's going to be 420 for a whole month pretty soon. Hmm. Coming up. You're right. But I know, obviously, man, what a fantastic presentation, you know. I'd like to jump in on some. I'd like to, you know, throw a bone in that soup when we come back on the other side of the break, if you don't mind. I'm, I'm, no problem. We'll, we'll get all up in it uh, in the other side of the break. Wayne McCroy, tell everybody where they can find you. All right. Well, uh, I could be found at alchemicaltechrevolution at gmail.com if anybody wants to contact me there. Uh, I have a Facebook page called Files from the Conspiratorium where people could uh, check out some of my postings and stuff there. I also have a small YouTube channel called Alchemical Tech Revolution. People can check that out. I'll be posting on there more soon. And you can find me every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time at Secrets of Saturn Live. So see us on the other side. We'll be right back. It's the Infinite Fringe.
are filling up their glasses. No expression, no expression. Hide my head, I wanna drown my sorrow. No tomorrow, no tomorrow. And I find it kind of funny, I find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. I find it hard to tell you, I find it hard to take. When people run in circles, it's a very, very mad world. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Thank you for tuning in. Everyone here on a Super Bowl Sunday, I appreciate you. And I appreciate everyone and everybody that tuned in for the first hour with uh, very little publicity. You guys found out that it was happening or you just so happened to be there. Either way, I'm happy that you were there keeping me company. Thank you very much. Let me go to the chat real quick before we get back to Alchemical Tech, breaking this down like no one's ever heard before. That is Wayne McCroy. Jimmy's here with me real quick. But let me get to the chat. Let me say what's up to the people and that are here instead of watching the Super Bowl, or they might have the Super Bowl in the background. It, it doesn't matter either way. Sophia the Bot, what is going on? You don't watch the Super Bowl because you're not real. What is going on, Lucky? How are you doing? Greetings to you. Ken, Ken is here. I would tell Jimmy to jump in, but I don't know where Jimmy is right now. So it's evil. I'll give it to you this time. Dr. Kayak, what's going on? Good to see you, buddy. How are you? Alan Holman is here. Greetings to you. Rega Girl, how are you? Greetings to you. Thank you for being here. Bammy, what is going on, Bammy? Good to see you, buddy. TFR Wookie is here. The Wookie, what's going on? Bill 13, greetings to you, sir. Mr. Right Now is here. Wollongong, what is going on, Wollongong? Cold brews, today is your day. Go go have some cold brews with everyone else that's having the cold brews. You get props. What is it? What's here? What do we got? Spoonman88, what is going on, Spoonman? How you doing? Alchemical Tech is here. He's here, actually, hanging with us, dropping some knowledge. Who else is here? Half Q. What's going on, Half Q? How you doing? Georgie, what is going on? How you doing? And Brooks Agnew's here. I think Brooks Agnew will be live as well. So make sure you stay tuned and listen to him do his thing here on TFR for all of you. He's also over on YouTube, I think. So you can go catch uh, the live stream on YouTube and see his lovely face while he's breaking everything down. Wayne McCroy, how are you? Welcome to the second half of the Infinite Fringe. Doing well, my friend. Thanks for asking, and good to be back here again. I'm glad you're doing well, sir. So w- what do you got? You, you said you had a couple more things to break down, and I want to make sure you get them out. So go ahead. All right. Well, when we look at this uh, coronavirus, uh, people are under the impression that uh, this, this could be a really bad thing worldwide, and it's going to uh, infect Everybody. I mean, that's that's what the news is telling you. It's, it's terrible. It's gonna gonna get you. It's gonna come get you, Billy. It, <laughs> it's 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 a bad virus, man. Yeah. Well, earlier today I had a little conversation with John Brisson, and uh, we were discussing this. And lo and behold, John uh, gave me some really good information about this here coronavirus. Brisson. Apparently, yeah. We're talking about the same yeah. guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Shouts to Brisson. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Go ahead, man. John knows his stuff. Yeah, he does. But anyway, absolutely. 
Go ahead, sir. I was talking to him, and he kind of confirmed a couple things for me that I already had an inkling of. And uh, what that is is apparently this particular coronavirus only has an affinity for a certain genotype or, or uh, people with a certain genetic disposition, predisposition. And uh, that being uh, if you're Asian, if you're male, and if you're of an older age, say, uh, like above your 40s or 50s, uh, you're more likely to contract this virus than, say, a Caucasian or European descent person. So this is something that's highly selective in who it infects, which leads me to believe that this may actually have been uh, some kind of a developed bioweapon or something like that. I have no, you know, no proof of this, but I find this, uh, you know, just highly convenient that this has a predisposition to uh, basically infect and, you know, make sick people of oriental descent or asian descent so this is what you're looking at it's a very selective type virus so chances are uh the vast majority of the population here in north america is probably not going to suffer as badly from this as would say people in the asian countries such as china japan and uh, those regions over there right so uh you know i find this kind of alarming that that's the case but uh uh, John has shown me the science, and uh, you know it's it seems to add up. I mean, just looking at at what he has shown me. So, uh, and you know, there's there's it's a, one of those things. Yeah, there's a there's some uh, evidence for AIDS being that type of of virus. You know that that it affects. Uh, I think it's uh, uh, black people more than anyone else. Like, uh, I mean, not that it uh, doesn't affect other people, but it's just harder to catch. This is what I've heard from, or diabetes is, is a big thing with Latin Americans. You know, it, it affects us more. So, I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me. And now they can tailor bioweapons to kill off, you know, particular uh, races if they wish. You know, it's not like this science is something that, that doesn't exist. It absolutely does exist. But go ahead and take it away. Yeah, this has something to do with uh, a little science called epigenetics, right. more so than anything else. So this is a science they could use to target particular gene types. And it seems that that may be what's going on with this coronavirus. So uh, I really don't think we have much to fear with it here in North America. So I, I think most of what you see in the news is is basically fear porn for the sake of trying to justify having the capabilities and authority to lock down entire cities or regions based upon a quote unquote medical emergency. And I think that's mostly what they're utilizing this for. That's just my opinion. I have nothing to back that up like, you know, as far as evidence wise, other than the things I cited. I mean, I, I could show you uh like the the occult breakdown I gave of this, uh, whether you believe that stuff or not, rest assured, the people that run this world, they believe in that stuff, and they use that stuff all the time. So they would prefer you not be aware of this. But, uh, you know, it's, it's better that you know right. what they're doing and are able to break down and see what it is they're doing and how they're using this stuff against us. To, to what end, Wayne? Like, wh Why? You know, why, why are they doing this? Why do they feel the need to perform these rituals? Why do they encode them for people who have eyes to see and ears to hear? Right. Why, why do they do all this in, in public? Like, why do they put on rituals at, at halftime of the Super Bowl? You know, why do they do these things? 
Well, basically, this is something that uh, Jason and I just discussed this last week on Secrets of Saturn Live. This is what they call revelation of the method. Mm. Okay, uh, in conspiracy circles, it's known as predictive programming uh, to initiates of the quote-unquote Illuminati or uh, the secret brotherhoods that actually uh, have a large part in in running the show through business and government around the world. This is called revelation of the method. And uh, the reason they do this is it adds power to the uh, the outcomes that they're looking for. So this this is why they do this. And this, this relates back to a karmic principle. And like I said, if people take issue with this and, and don't believe it, that's your prerogative. But I, I assure you, people in positions of power do believe this stuff, and they do use this stuff. And it does work. So this is this, exactly... This is exactly what we were talking about last hour with Carl Street. Revelation of the method is a marketing program that programs a generation for a period of time. So this is exactly what we were talking about earlier with this. You know, and the thing about it is, too, what you're talking about, Wayne and Billy, um, with this whole scenario is basically what we're looking at. Um we see quite a bit of things going on worldwide based on an idea of what may or may not be happening with something. Nobody really knows for sure. But if you show enough people videos of guys walking around in white suits and people dropping dead in the streets and um, all this and people stand in line at the hospitals and all of a sudden you start driving people and you start driving the public into the house and all this, that when they game this out, what happened was that the economy shut down because people, like, for example, Russia closed their border with China. Um, people stopped accepting goods from China. Um, this and then extrapolates out into Hong Kong, a collapse in the economy, China coming in, all this, all these things of uh, the dominoes have all been gamed out. They know it's going to happen. Whether or not the, the virus is real is not going to make any difference. The measures subsequent to what happened happens is what's going to be important maybe there'll be some sort of idea that we should have mandatory vaccinations to prevent this and and have a certain kind of id that we need and and maybe maybe what we ought to do is uh, um you know track and trace i mean the ability for them to track and trace a chain of people that you come in contact with and then subsequently arrest or quarantine those people as a result half q wanted me to tell you billy that um, he's got one of his relatives in quarantine. Oh man, God bless half Q. From the from the coronavirus. So the fear of the virus and and the promotion and the heavy rotation worldwide is what's going to cause these subsequent measures. I think in the future, um, you know, cash money is something that's definitely going to pass this virus. So you definitely want to get rid of that cash money. I think, um, you know, vaccinations uh, comes into play there, but I think there's a deeper agenda, just like I mentioned last hour. And like I mentioned to Carl Street, who was our guest, God bless him. He's a good dude, and uh, he dropped a lot of information for us. But, you know, I'm not 100% sold on it's all marketing, it's all money. You know, it's it, I think it, in a large part it is, but when you come to a transgender uh, issue, I don't see where the money is, be it that that it's such a small sector of the population. I think there's a different agenda um, in play there. And I think there's a different agenda in play with the coronavirus itself. And the revelation of the method is, is a different concept. 
uh, than than just marketing. They're they're telling you right. They're telling you what they want yeah, you to know true. because of of a karmic law, quote unquote. Let me let me throw yeah. it back to Wayne. All right, but, go ahead, and then I'll throw it back to Wayne. Go ahead. The thing is, is that's what people say, and that's what people keep repeating over and over again. But what I'm saying is that it's a marketing program that they're programming people based on the 10-year, 120-month thing, whether it's TV shows, whether it's Bart Simpson, whether it's whatever it is. All of it combined together brings people to a certain point when they're going to be malleable and sellable based on the programming that's gone on. Revelation of the method, call it what you will. Call it revelation of the method. I'm calling it marketing. It's just, I'm not marketing in the sense that they're selling you products but they're, they're selling you on an idea and softening you to that idea 10 years ahead of time when you're a kid. Yeah, programming. I, I, I just I think our our end game is different. I don't think it's all about money while you might think it is all about money. No, I think I'm that's even, what money has. Money has nothing to do with what I'm talking that, that's about. That's what Carl was talking about completely. It was all about money. And I, I don't subscribe to that. Let me let me go back to Wayne. I want to get him in here before we take off. Wayne, finish up your, your, your points or chime in on whatever we were saying. Go ahead. All right. Well, I think it could be more easily described uh, as social engineering more right. so than uh, mar- yeah. marketing. But it's the same basic concept. Agreed. And Jimmy's right. I mean, this is exactly what they're doing. They're programming an entire generation right. with different ideas and to capitulate to different ideas. And uh, the idea that's coming with this coronavirus, and this all ties together, everything else you guys just mentioned, the transgenderism, all of it, it all ties back to transhumanism. I know I sound like a broken record everywhere I go. It's the end game. But this is it. Yeah, this it's, is it's, the it's end what game. it is, this exactly. Is the, this ahead, is sir. the big conspiracy tying right. it all together. Mm-hmm. This is what underlies everything, transhumanism. And uh, a big part of this is going to be the medical control grid. And that's what this is all about. Uh, like, like Jimmy was saying, it's all about, okay, well, you need this chip. So we could track all your biomedical information and we see who you came in contact with here so that we could figure out the best way to quarantine this certain, uh, you know, communicable disease or whatever and uh, quarantine these people from the rest of society so they don't spread it more. And they're going to tie all this to a blockchain utility and it's already currently underway. Uh, They're using something called a GUIC, which is a global unique identifier number. And uh, this is all being handled uh, through different uh, foundations, nonprofit foundations, international nonprofit foundations, which is actually uh, doing this. And and one of the big ones that's handling it right now is uh, it's called the I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. I just lost it. But uh, it, it's a global think tank group that collects medical data and is trying to tie it to a blockchain utility. And this is what's going to be happening. So anytime you go to the doctor, guess what? Your information's going into this blockchain utility. They'll know everything about you, and they'll never lose any information because that's how blockchain works. So that that's what's going on with this. So they're going to eventually tie your uh, identifier number to your identity. Uh, they say that they use this global unique identifier number to keep your information safe and keep it like anonymous. But if you think for one second that artificial intelligence doesn't know exactly who you are, you're you got another thing coming. So. This is exactly what this is about. This is a new form of medical tyranny like we've never seen before. And it's all about control. This is the science of cybernetics, the science of control. And this is what they're looking to do. And they're trying to tie 
the health industry into this, and they're actively working at that right now. That's what all these uh, quote unquote pandemic emergency events and stuff are all about. That's why they they keep pushing this fear porn out there, is because when it comes down to it, data is king. We're in the era of big data, right. and the more data they have on you, especially your medical data, the more control they have over you. And then they could go ahead and initiate things like uh, mandatory vaccinations and things of that ilk. So. This is what it's about. It's about tying all this together into a control grid, an artificial intelligence control grid that uh, basically monitors you, your, your, all your activities 24-7 from cradle to grave. And that's what this is all about. Yeah, and don't you, feel bad, you know, about sound, sounding like a broken record. It, it, it needs to happen. Like we need to drill that point down. That's what they do. It's what we've been talking about this entire time. Right. They, they can tr- continue to drill and drill and drill through the media, through the television, through the radio, whatever. Until you freaking repeat it in your mind like it's freaking gospel, right? It's like one of those songs that you just can't get out of your head because they play it every half hour on the radio. It's the same thing, right? So don't don't feel bad about doing it. it I, I agree with you 100. percent It's the it's the end game. Everything that we've ever talked about in the alternative community, ev- everything from the smallest conspiracy to the biggest, it all adds up to this. In my opinion, and I think in Wayne's opinion, too. I think Jimmy feels the exact same way, actually. But it, it, I, it's, it all I adds do. up to this. Go ahead, Jimmy. I just want to say, and, and listen, I, you know, I haven't ever, ever been on the air with you before, Alchemical Tech. Uh, but I've heard a lot about you and, you know, in subsequent conversations uh, that I've had. But I just want to say that what you just brought up is, is absolutely brilliant. And I can see why everyone talks so highly of you. Um, you have your you have your uh, stuff together, man. Um, this is all about that control grid coming into view. And the thing is, is the more fear and hype that they can build up about it, the easier they can get us to get off. You know, cash is going to transmit any kind of virus or disease. So let's get off the cash. Let's get on the Bitcoin. Now we're in the Bitcoin realm when we're in the smart city bubble where everybody is being data scraped 24 hours a day. I know, Billy, you're about to do a show on uh, data scraping and this new facial recognition uh, software that came out uh, that the Chicago police are using where where they can get your face and scrape any public photo of you and and basically build a chain off of you. And this is all legal. And uh, under these new um, IDs, that have to be mandatory by, what is it, Billy? In October, everybody has to have the new ID uh, down at the uh, DMV? Yeah, that's another thing that they've been pushing for quite some time, and now it's now it's here. You know, And they've been priming people for it, right? You get, and now everybody's going to go get this ID because it comes with some benefits. And everybody thinks it's a good thing. So they, they go get it, and, and, and this is another, another step in the grand freaking puzzle that they got going on here, and they're just filling it in. They just continue to fill it in and people continue to follow suit because of, of, uh, of you know, how we're being programmed. Bottom line, that's, that's just the way it is. And it's, it's really frustrating in a lot of ways because it doesn't give us much out. You know, and then when we, when we try to find a way out, they call us crazy for it. You know, or when we try to, to warn other people, they're like, no, you're, you're uh, over-exaggerating, you're being hypersensitive or whatever it is they say. And it couldn't be further from the truth. It's just uh, really having your eye on the end of the game here. I, and, and we're not the first to predict this. We're not even predicting it. We're just like, 
standing on the shoulders of people that have done it way before us because this isn't anything new. People have been talking about this for a long, long time. Go ahead, Wayne. Yeah. Anyway, well, thanks for the kind words, Jimmy. I, I do appreciate that. But uh, yeah, that's what this is all about. It is their end game. It's what they're looking for. It's it's transhumanism. And it actually goes back to way further roots than what people think. It can be traced all the way back to the ancient mystery schools going back to ancient Babylon and, you know, before the advent of uh, written records. This is this is what they're looking for. They want to become God right. and become immortal and have control of everything. And they see that as being a real possibility through the use of high technologies. And it's within their grasp here today. And that's what they're looking at with this. They want to be able to do this. And they're using AI along with uh, other technologies in order to achieve this goal. And they see it as being within their grasp now, now more so than ever before in the history of humankind. So uh, this is why they're pushing this stuff. And this is why, you know, everything with the real ID and stuff like that, that's one step away from a, a chip in your hand or your forehead. And, you know, it, it's not something that's beyond the realm of possibility. And uh, the thing with this real ID is they're going to make it very difficult for you to do much of anything without it. Yeah. So if you want to participate in society, if you want to be involved at all with other human beings in this world, you have no choice but to go along with the, sim with the system that they have. But... Uh, you know, we're, we're at a crossroads here in history, so we need to really speak up and, and talk out about these things because if we don't do so and we just sit idly by and let them steamroll us, that's exactly what they'll do is steamroll us. And I can tell you, transhumanism, the, the whole uh, advent behind transhumanism, in their own words, and I saw this on a pro-transhuman uh, YouTube channel not that long ago, they were quote – I could quote them there saying – Transhumanism is, quote, eugenics without coercion, oh. end quote. So that, this is what the eugenics thing has always been about. All this stuff, just it just rolls through history and the name of it changes. And now they see it as being transhumanism and, and the merging of man with technology to advance to the next stage in human evolution of, <laughs> of H plus or, or human plus. And th this is what they want to do. And they really wholeheartedly believe that this could be achieved. But, uh, you know, this overlooks a lot of different spiritual aspects of life. And that's that's where I come in with this stuff. I, I really think, uh, you know, moving forward with this in the face of uh, different spiritual things is, is really a mistake. And we need to really put this stuff in check and speak up and uh, put some more strict controls in place on these different technologies because – uh, let's, let's face it, they're trying to play God, and there's going to be ramifications for that. I believe there's there's going to be uh, blowback from this, much as was seen in the biblical story of the Tower of Babel. And we're heading to another Tower of Babel moment with this stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's why I'm out there doing the stuff I'm doing. I just want people to be aware uh, this stuff's coming at you, and you need to be aware not only that it's going on, but also speak out against it because if you remain silent, the powers that be, these people in you know positions of power, they see that as being your consent for them to do this stuff. So if you don't speak out against it, they view that as your consent. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at right now. So we're at a crossroads in history where this stuff's coming at you full steam ahead. And you better be aware of what's going on or you're going to get steamrolled, like I said. It completely ignores the spiritual. You know, not even partially, it completely does. 
gives it zero credence. It's all material, and that's what you should be looking at, according to them. And uh, it completely shuns your humanity and everything you are. Right? They say that if you don't go to the gym and you don't use your muscles, you're going to lose them. Right? Or if they say you don't, you don't use your brain muscles, you're going you're gonna to lose them. What do you think is happening to us? We're not using anything anymore. We rely on all these technologies to do everything for us. What's going to happen to the human being? We're, we're squandering the gifts that were given to us. Squandering them. We're, we're, at this point, we're not even aware that we're squandering them because we don't think they exist. And that's the ultimate scam. That's the ultimate deception. We don't know who we are. And we don't know what we're capable of. But, uh, hey, that's why we're here screaming, trying to bring it back, trying to let you know that you are way more than what they say you are. You are precious, you are beautiful, but not only that, you are powerful as hell. You know, you are super powerful. We don't need all this tech to get us to where we need to go. But, hey, um, we're here, so let's try to find a balance that works for everyone. Um, Wayne, tell everybody where they can find you, man. Thank you for coming on the fringe. Incredible breakdown. Go ahead, sir. Uh, thanks for having me on again. Uh, if anybody's looking to find me, I can be found at alchemicaltechrevolution at gmail.com. Uh, Files from the Conspiratorium on Facebook, Alchemical Tech Revolution on YouTube. And also, I do a live show every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with Jason Lindgren at Secrets of Saturn Live, and that's at the Secret of Secrets of Saturn channel on YouTube. And it's also simulcast on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. So people could find me there. I also have uh, books available on Amazon or at any other fine book retailer. Um, so people could check me out there. You could just put my name, Wayne Detroit, in the search. All right, Jimmy Jean, man. Thank you for joining us, Wayne. Thank you for joining us. It's the Infinite Fringe. See you guys next week. 6 p.m. next week, guys. Check the cops with corresponding quarters sooner than the pack. Think they're tapping your computer, your computer is a tap. Human traffickers wanna track you, your computer is a map. Forget whoever fingerprints, they got a match, they got a Mac. Every app that's on your jacks, forget it jacked. Every act on every bill and every law and every bill and every act This game is run so they can run up where you at They got padded down, down packed, I gotta give them that Now it's money that I never had, I'm supposed to give it back To keep statistics on the gift of young and black They put out statistics, people read them, act like they be given fact That they be given lean when they be given fat Chemtrails, DMO arrest and razor rent in jails GMO the monkey wrench in your entrails All you see is shopping safe sales Wizard though you sent to try and save whales Well, that was took and added to the money from the breast cancer walk Who knows what's the answer to what it bought The grief of what you have been wrought was all for naught It's too high a cost trying to save the orphans to keep them off the lawn The war on drugs been going on for awful long These folks married to the game instead of dating off and on But there's no poppy fields in Harlem look around for some reason, all the brown ninos turn to nino browns. We used to beat on Bush, but now he's not around, so people have found a different Bush to beat around. Favorite noise of boys in blue kapow. You're bound to catch around, you're almost lucky when they only beat you down. Tight girls straighten out their tight curls. Everybody wants to be a skinny white girl, because all you see is skinny white girls. The 
black girls are allowed if they're getting loud or if they're getting plowed. Keep them from being proud, it's easy to keep them down. Keep them drowning doubt, keep them down and out. Favor, flavor, chuck the chuck D. You can say the black is ugly long as you say it roundabout. It's not the type of ish with which to clown around. Rap to them about capping pals instead of capping gowns. Tell them they bugging out if they don't get around. It'll bug them out too much to wrap their head around. Release the hounds. How? Create an enemy to hate. But then it won't be tough, but then they'll hate themselves so much they couldn't wait. They'll drown in booze that wish they couldn't take, and that'll make them slaves. And then we cut the pay and lengthen days. Provide the drugs to medicate and cut the Medicaid. And institute a military state and provide Israel with military aid just to rub it in their face. They'll be afraid because they don't have any faith. They'll claim that they believe, but that is not how they behave. As money comes to power, overpower, that's divine. They will all turn into cowards because they're all afraid to die. They'll never form alliance. They'll be content to live a lie as long as they're alive. The sirs and madams will surmise that it's on us which they rely. They'll never realize that we rely on them. Any moment they decide they can make an end. Instead, just make some ends because life is hopeless. Times are hard. We keep a focus on religion so they never look for God.